0: What are the details? Dave glanced at the folders in front of him. One guy has an Indian restaurant and wants capital to open two others in nearby districts. The second is a request for sponsorship, so you can send your report to the PR department. The woman wants to buy a horse. The group laughed, along with Jamie. A horse, she repeated. You're sure this isn't some kid who wants $100 to buy a pony? Try 1.5 mil. Dave corrected her with a grin. Apparently, it's a nice horse. He slid the folders along the table, and Jamie stomped them with a slap of her palm when they reached her seat. As long as I get to stand in the winner's circle at the Kentucky Derby, she can have the money. Show jumper, not a racehorse, Dave said, leaving her to read through the application while he moved on to other matters. By the time the meeting ended, Jamie had filled two pages of her notebook with questions and terminology to research. The horse idea seemed ridiculous to her, but the application was carefully crafted and appeared legit. The restaurant owner seemed to have a good idea, but not much business sense, and she would need to judge that when she talked to him in person, if the application made it to that point. She tried to keep an open mind in the early stages of research— and she made sure she understood all the facts before she let her intuition take over. Hey, Jen, Jamie said as she paused by her assistant's desk on the way back to her corner office. What's the name of the Indian restaurant in Burnside? I think there's one in Beaverton as well. Bombay Palace, Jen Harris answered without hesitation. She rapidly entered a few keystrokes on her computer. Here it is. They started with a street cart, and now they have three franchises around Portland. The two you mentioned and the one in Pearl District. Do they deliver? Not personally, but they're members of the Portland Express system. Do you have a craving? It's for research, Jamie answered with a laugh. Order a variety of entrees for me before you leave tonight. I have to work late, so I'll eat in my office. Oh, and get Elaine on the line. Jamie ignored Jen's disapproving frown and shut herself in the large office. She had just settled at her desk, her back to the expansive views of downtown Portland and the Willamette River when her phone buzzed. She picked up the receiver and pressed the button for an outside line. Elaine, Jamie here, something's come up at work, so I won't be home for dinner tonight. The other end of the line was dead for a moment. It would probably be easier if you just called when you were going to make it home on time. I know, I know. Jamie sighed and attempted to placate her. Tell Anna I'm sorry and I'll make it up to her. I'm sure you will. There's a new computer game she's been talking about. Something to do with creating a pet store. I guess it will have to do. Elaine hung up loudly and Jamie sat staring at the phone for a few minutes before shrugging off her guilty feelings and getting to work. By the time her Indian food arrived, she was deep into her research and barely registered Jen's entrance with several plastic containers of curried meats and vegetables. She ate the rather bland, Americanized version of Indian cuisine, sitting alone on her leather sofa. The Bombay Palace had successfully done what her investment applicant wanted to attempt, and learning more about her local competition would help her to reach her decision. She tried to shut out the thought of how excited her niece Anna would have been if Jamie had taken her and her live-in nanny Elaine to the restaurant instead of settling for solitary carryout. She took a few bites of runny rice pudding before she gave up on the meal and returned to her desk, where she lost herself in the data flashing across her computer screen. Shortly after eight, Jamie locked her office door and headed down to the building's parking garage, She dumped her leftover dinner containers into a trash can on her way to the car so she wouldn't leave the smell of curry in the office and walked around the nearly empty lot to her silver Mercedes. She sped along Highway 26 to Beaverton, the Portland suburb where she owned a large ground-floor condo and barely made it to Best Buy before they closed. Jamie moved through the store like her convertible hugged the road, stopping the first sales clerk she saw and asking for the game Anna wanted. In less than five minutes, she was back in her car with a guilt offering in her hand, nervously tapping her fingers on the steering wheel. It was past Anna's bedtime, so she wouldn't be able to give her the present tonight.